Acts chapter number 1. Acts chapter number 1. And verse number 9 tonight. If you find your place, say amen. 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 Acts chapter number 1, verse number 9. Let's read verse 9 through 11. The Bible says, And when he had spoken these things, while they beheld, he was taken up, and a cloud received him out of their sight. And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, which said, Ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven, shall so come in like manner as you have seen him go into heaven. All right, so in our last studies tonight, we talked just a little bit about the kingdom of God. And we talked about how that kingdom tonight was not talking about the kingdom of heaven, which will be set up, that kingdom of heaven will be set up when Jesus Christ comes back in the sky and when peace will be upon all the earth tonight. So that kingdom is coming tonight one of these days. And I'm going, I'm glad tonight that it is coming, aren't you? I'm glad tonight that this world is not my home. If this was all that I had to look forward to tonight, I'd be most miserable, but it's not tonight. This world's not my home. But if that was all we had in this life to encourage us tonight, well, we wouldn't be doing too good, would we? We'd be looking around and be discouraged. We'd be miserable, but we'd not really enjoy. I want to say this, if it weren't for that kingdom of heaven going to be set up one day, or if it wasn't for the kingdom of God that's inside of us tonight, well, we wouldn't really enjoy being saved tonight until we got to go home. But you know, we do have that kingdom of God tonight living inside of us the day we got saved and born again. Aren't you glad of that tonight? You know what? Tonight I'm glad that we can smile. Aren't you? I'm glad tonight that we can rejoice. And even though the world's gone crazy and lost its mind tonight, I'm glad we can have peace and comfort way down deep within our soul tonight because the day we got saved, that kingdom of God was set up in us, was established in us, and it's inside of us. I'm glad tonight we can have peace that passeth all understanding. I'm glad that the only way to have that peace tonight is through the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. So in our last study, we began in verse number 6, and we dealt with the kingdom of God. And we looked where the Bible says, when they therefore were come together, they asked of Him, saying, Lord, wilt thou at this time restore again the kingdom to Israel? So as we said in our last study, these apostles did not yet understand the kingdom of God. They didn't understand it. And also we said, it is that kingdom of God and you got to understand this, that kingdom of God is set up inside of a person when they get born again, watch the blood of Jesus Christ. But at any rate, these old boys here, they asked the question tonight, they asked Christ if He was now going to set up that kingdom of heaven. So we looked at that, we've dealt with the kingdom of heaven and the kingdom of God in, in the past three or four studies to understand what that is. So we looked at that in our last study. Then we looked in verse 7 where the Bible says this, the Bible said, and he said unto them, It is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father hath put in his power. Now the apostles asked that question tonight. Then Jesus answered with this. He told him it was not for them to know when that kingdom of heaven would be established. 
But he let them know that all that tonight is in God's power. All that tonight is in God's control. And may I say to you tonight, it is still yet in God's power. It is still yet in God's control. So God will set up that kingdom one of these days tonight. But that's not what these old boys here in the Word of God were to be concerned about tonight. Alright, so Jesus tells them in verse number 8 what they're to be concerned with. The Bible says this, But ye shall receive power. After that the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea, and in Samaria, and unto the uttermost part of the earth. So that kingdom was going to come tonight. That kingdom of heaven was coming, and someday it's still yet coming tonight. But we are to be concerned about in this dispensation of grace, we're to be concerned with getting the gospel of Jesus Christ outside of these four walls tonight. Alright, so as we said in our last study, you and I are to be vassals tonight in which God can fill up in the house of God. Do you know tonight if we'll come in empty of self, we'll get filled with Christ. Amen. If we'll come in and, and forget about everything else, God will fill us up with something, help us out, and then we can take it out yonder and pour it out upon the world tonight. What is it tonight we can pour out? That Jesus saves, Jesus saves. There's a message tonight the world needs to hear. And it's that salvation is through Christ. And I hope that each and every one of us tonight has done our job this week on getting that gospel out there. Y'all pray for my voice tonight. Alright, so that's what God put a church here in Butler, Tennessee for tonight is to get the gospel outside of there. You know what? It's to see sinners saved by the grace of God. It's to see saints get help from the Word of God. It's to keep us straight when we need straightening out. Amen. And we're to be witnesses tonight of our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. We're to spread His message tonight to a lost and to a dying world. So that's what these apostles were to do. That's what we're to do tonight. But now let's dig back into God's Word tonight and see what else happens here as well. So Jesus Christ had been with these boys tonight. He was teaching them about the kingdom of God. Alright? And now He gives them the great commission. That commission was to take place when the Holy Ghost of God comes down upon these men. Alright? So the Holy Ghost of God has come down tonight. He lives tonight in the world. Friend, could you imagine this world if the Holy Ghost of God was not here to hold back the powers of hell tonight? I'm glad that He's still here. There's coming a day though when He is going to withdraw Himself. And I believe tonight that He already is withdrawing Himself to a certain point. I mean, folks just don't move like they did at one time. Why? Well, we, our hearts have changed. And I believe we slowly see the Holy Spirit of God withdrawing. Alright, from the U.S. especially. But with these things on our mind, let's read verse number 9. God told these boys to go out there and share the gospel of Christ. Verse 9 says this, And when He had spoken these things, while they beheld, He was taken up, and a cloud received Him out of their sight. Jesus Christ had been teaching about these things. And just as quick as Christ was with them, fellas, tonight, boom, Christ was gone. Now, could you imagine that tonight? Seeing Jesus Christ ascend up in the cloud tonight. I mean, Jesus Christ had told these disciples many times in the Word of God that He would one day return to the Father. And now tonight, we see the record of His return. You know what? We've got one of the best history books right here tonight 
if we'll just read it. Amen. So what an unforgettable moment tonight in the Word of God. Jesus Christ ascending to the Father. Now when He rose from the grave tonight, that was an act that nobody could see. You understand that tonight? Nobody was in the grave when He rose from the grave. We know, but nobody saw that tonight. People didn't know where He was for a certain time in the Word of God. They were running around looking for Christ. They said, where's He at? Where's He at? Where's He at? But then, uh, He ascended to the Father tonight. These old boys here in the Word of God, they saw Him do that tonight. Now, could you imagine tonight, put your place, put yourself in the place of these apostles. Could you imagine what they must have thought? I mean, Jesus has been telling them that they be witnesses. Did He not? And maybe they thought at that time, well, what in the world? Well, we, we, what, what are we going to witness about? Well, Jesus Christ, I believe, answered that when He ascended to the Father. These apostles seen Christ die on the cross. They had seen Christ in His resurrected body tonight. And now they've seen Christ go up to the Father and they've seen Him tonight as He was taken up in a cloud. Talk about witnessing tonight. They had some things to share. Could you imagine being there tonight seeing all that take place I might have fainted tonight if I'd have saw all that. And then Christ going up in the cloud. But you know, I mean, here they are. They're seeing Christ ascend to God. And I bet they were looking up as Jesus Christ gets farther and farther and farther out of their side. Could you imagine that? That blows my mind tonight. You say, preacher, you believe that? Yeah, I do. And I hope you do too. Amen. That's what happened. So not only did all that happen, but could you imagine tonight what heaven was doing? I mean, they're probably rejoicing, wouldn't you think? I mean, the Father tonight's being reunited with the Son tonight. Jesus Christ is getting to take His seat on the throne, the right hand of God, which is where He's at tonight. Amen. He's right there on the right side of the Father. And I know tonight the world seems crazy. I know tonight that we go through things sometimes that we just don't understand. I know things happen in this land, but there's one thing I guarantee you tonight, and that is Jesus Christ is on the throne. He is still yet in charge. He's still yet in control tonight. He knew who was going to be president. He knew what was going to happen tonight, and He's not in heaven worried about it. He's up in heaven saying, Father, can I please go get them out of there? Amen. He's touched with the feeling of our infirmities. I believe we got some infirmities tonight and they go in the White House. Amen. But He's touched with our problems. And I believe He's saying, Dad, let me go get Him. But you know what? There He is tonight. God still in control. Jesus Christ still in control. Tonight on the throne. There's not one thing taking God by surprise tonight. I guarantee you that. Amen. He's still yet on the throne. He's still yet in control. So these men see Him as He ascended up to be with the Father. And because Jesus ascended up to that throne, well, what does that mean for us tonight? Well, it means some good things for you and I tonight. Well, first of all, it means we have an advocate, advocate with the Father who's Jesus Christ. Now, could you imagine tonight not having an advocate with the Father? Well, we'd be talking to a knothead for a knothole. We didn't have that. I'm glad we can go to Jesus Christ and take our problems to Him. Aren't you? Could you imagine? We now have a mediator in heaven tonight who goes to the Father when you and I pray. 
Well, we now have a great high priest tonight who is touched with the feeling of our infirmities. We now have the high priest who is able to minister on our behalf. Could you imagine life tonight if Jesus Christ had not went to be with the Father? You think about that. Well, how miserable would it be? First of all, we wouldn't be sitting here tonight called a church. Wouldn't be none of that. But we now have a way to God through Jesus Christ tonight. And it's all because tonight He ascended up to heaven to sit on the right hand of God. Hey, the Bible said in Hebrews chapter 4, verses 14 through 16, seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession. For we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace. Why? That we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in a time of need. May I say tonight, ever since Jesus Christ went to the throne tonight, there's now grace to help each and every one of us at the same time if we need it. Glory to God, that's a blessing to me. And you know what? Every time we have a need, there's Christ. So you and I can come boldly to that throne of grace tonight and God stands ready to dump that grace out every time we have a need. Hey, I'm glad Jesus went to the throne, aren't you? Hey, as I said earlier, we have an advocate with the Father. Well, the Bible says in 1 John chapter 2, verses 1-2, through 2, you don't have to turn there. He said, my little children, these things write unto you that you sin not. But God knew we wasn't perfect. And then He said, and if any man sin." We have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. And He is the propitiation for our sins, and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. That man named Jesus Christ went to heaven tonight. He's right now at the side of the Father tonight. He lived on this earth in a body of humiliation tonight, just like you and me. And in that body tonight, Jesus died. He did not swoon. He did not sleep. He died on the old rugged cross. Then He was buried. He rose again. And that same Jesus tonight passed through heaven and is sitting on the right hand of God right now. And these men that are in our Bible saw every bit of that take place in the Word of God. Friend, that glorified body was bloodless tonight. Now get a hold of this. So they saw Christ in a glorified body. Now there was no blood in that body. Alright? Now this tells me now we're going to have a body like Christ, so pay attention. Alright? This was a bloodless body because Jesus presented that blood to the Father already. Okay? For the remission of our sin. But nevertheless tonight, in that resurrection body, Jesus Christ was a man. Now you understand when we get to heaven tonight, these bodies, best I can tell, I put a lot of scripture today and didn't write it down. But our bodies are going to be these bodies. But then a change is going to take place in these bodies. So the day that Christ raises us, these bodies are raised. And our bodies will be changed. This immortal must put on immortality. So it's going to be put on. Now that's going to be amazing. But when we get there, they knew who Jesus was. So when we get there, I'm going to know who Brother J.R. is. Brother J.R. is going to know me. Ain't that amazing? So up in heaven, we're going to know. Now my wife won't be my wife in heaven. I guess we'll be brothers and sisters. She's going yay like this. Amen. But anyhow, 
that's not the way it's going to be. But listen, I give you a lot of scripture tonight. I don't want to take your time, but we just like these disciples tonight cannot deny the fact of what happened in the Word of God tonight. And if you can't believe all the facts tonight, you can't believe the Bible. Yeah, and you know what that means? And he gets saved. Because it all come true. It's all real. So right here are some men in our Bibles that are attesting to the fact tonight that Jesus Christ went up to heaven where He's right right now, where He's our great high priest, and where Jesus Christ is that propitiation for our sin. You know what that word propitiation means? It means the act of appeasing wrath and conciliating the favor of an offended person. Well, one day we offended God. Because we were sinners. God was mad. His wrath. We deserved His wrath. We deserved all that. Tonight, if you're saved, God's pleased. His wrath is appeased. Why? Through His Son, Jesus Christ, sitting on the right hand of God tonight. Hey, with that blood, just as fresh as it ever was, and He stands ready to save any sinner that will come to Him. You say, well, preacher, I've been mean. God can save the meanest sinner. Hey, God can save the drunk off the street. God can take homosexual and save them and make them think right. Only God can do that tonight. God can take somebody. Hey, I heard a man preach this one time. Ruffled my feathers at first, but he's right. He said a man grabbed a fire poker one night in a drunken stupor and killed his babies and his wife. He said, if that man would fall on his knees, repent of his sin, God would save him. And he's right. God will save anybody. Hey, God can do it. Amen. But anyhow, Jesus Christ was taken up in a cloud in his body. They saw his body rise there, that resurrected body. And these apostles saw him tonight, and it pleased God very much to give you an idea in the Word of God to help our faith tonight. But listen to this. So these old boys are gazing up into the sky. It's real to them. You know what? Tonight it ought to be so real to us. Hey, I'm telling you, friend, you've got to put faith in the work. And it ought to be real because this is God's inspired book. You believe this is God's Word? This is God's Word. So this happened tonight. These boys standing there, gazing up in the sky. I mean, they might have been waving by. I'm just picking. They probably didn't do that. But they're gazing up in the sky. And there's many tonight who will deny the bodily resurrection of Christ. There's many folks who say, well, I just, I just don't believe He's taken up in the cloud. If you can't believe that, then how do you believe He's saved? Amen. But we see that these men tonight are standing, gazing up in the sky. They're seeing Jesus as He ascends into heaven. But now listen to this. Read verses 10-11. through 11. The Bible said this, And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven as He went up, behold, two men... Behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, which also said, You men of Galilee, why stand you gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven, shall so come in like manner, as ye have seen Him go into heaven. Now, as these men stand gazing up into the sky, the Shekinah cloud of glory tonight has taken up Christ tonight, has shut the Savior out of you, maybe, I don't know, but here stands these apostles. And all they could do was gaze up into the sky. I mean, they could probably still see the cloud as it was going out of sight with Christ tonight, moving up beyond the blue. And as long as they could see the cloud, 
These men kept gazing up, gazing up into the sky. But friend, as these apostles stood there gazing, the Bible says here in the Word of God that two men stood by them in white apparel, which also said, you men of Galilee, why stand you gazing up into heaven? Now, I'm, I'm going to make an assumption. Don't, you don't have to believe this. But I believe that here stands these apostles in disbelief of what's going on. I mean, friend, when Jesus had told them He was going to His Father, He told them that. Not only had He told them that, He had told them what to do while He was gone, while they awaited His return there in verse number 8. So they were to go out and preach the gospel of Christ, but they were to go into Jerusalem. They were to wait where they were at until the day of Pentecost come. Now we're going somewhere tonight. Jesus Christ had left them. He had returned to the Father as He said He would. And now there was no point for them to be gazing up into the sky. So here's these men tonight. They're gazing up, gazing up into the clouds tonight. Hey, the Bible says here, this same Jesus which is taken from you into heaven shall so come in like manner as you've seen Him go into heaven. And and here's the promise again of that second coming of Christ. The Bible is very clear that Jesus is coming back. The Bible said in John 14, 2 and 3, In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you, I'd go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself that where I am. There you may be also. These apostles could rest assured tonight. One of these days, Jesus Christ was coming back. They were going to be right with Christ. Hey, they're up there with Him right now tonight. Amen. As you and I are here. And one of these days, you and I that are saved are going to be with Christ in heaven tonight. We're going to be up there too. Friend, we're going to be called up, if you will. Amen. To meet Him in the air. And there shall we ever be with the Lord. The Bible is clear on that. The Word of God not to be misunderstood. We're going to be with Jesus. Jesus Christ tonight, oh, some beautiful day. So just so these men would get it, God sent two witnesses to these old boys here as them boys are staring off in the clouds, uh, I guess you can say with TV face like you and I get, they're just standing off in the clouds and in comes these two witnesses and says, hey, he's coming back. He's coming back. Amen. And so listen, we know he's coming back tonight. Personally, he's coming back. Visibly, he's coming back in the cloud. One man said that he believes that Jesus Christ is coming back in the same cloud he left out on. I don't know about that, but that's what that man said. And I can't argue with him either way. But one of these days, he's coming to take his church. Then he's coming again to establish that kingdom of heaven upon the earth. Daniel speaks of it in that kingdom where the Bible says this. You don't have to turn tonight. Daniel 7, 13, 14. I saw in the night visions and behold one like the Son of Man came with the clouds of heaven and came to the Ancient of Days and they brought him near before him. And there was given him dominion and glory and a kingdom that all people, nations, and languages should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion which shall not pass away Way, and His kingdom that which shall not be destroyed. That kingdom of heaven is one day going to be set up never to be destroyed tonight. It is of that visible kingdom tonight as well. We read about in Revelation 1 and 7 where the Bible says, Behold, He cometh with clouds. There it is. And every eye shall see Him and they also which pierced Him. And all kindreds of the earth shall well because of Him even so. Amen. So when Jesus Christ comes to the earth in the same manner as He left out, as these apostles see Him go, all the saints of God are coming back with Jesus Christ tonight in the cloud. The Bible said in Colossians 3 and 4, When Christ who is our life shall appear, then shall you also appear with Him 
in glory. Who's that talking about? Let's say it to the earth tonight. Bible says in 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, 7 through 10. You can turn there tonight so I don't get you too confused. First, 2 Thessalonians 1, 7 through 10. I'm giving you a lot of scripture real fast. I'm, I'm excited about where we're headed. 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 7 through 10. You find it, say amen. I'm going to take a water break. This windmill needs some water. Won't you get hold of these scriptures? Amen. The Bible says, 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, 7 through 10. And you who are troubled, rest with us. When the Lord Jesus shall be revealed from heaven with his mighty angels, in flame and fire, taking vengeance on them that know not God, and that obey not the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his power, when he shall come to be glorified in his saints and to be admired in all them that believe because our testimony among you was believed in that day. As I've said before, Jesus Christ is coming back some sweet day. Did I say that? Let me say it again. Jesus Christ is coming back one of these days. He's going to stand on that day upon the Mount of Olives, which is before Jerusalem on the east. And we know that tonight. The Bible says in Zechariah 14 and 4, And His feet shall stand in that day upon the Mount of Olives, which is before Jerusalem on the east. And the Mount of Olives shall cleave in the midst thereof toward the east and toward the west. There shall be a very great valley and half of the mountain shall remove toward the north, half of it toward the south. One of these glorious days the rapture of the church is going to take place. After that, there will be tribulation over the land after the church is called out. And after that, Jesus Christ is coming back in like manner that He went. You and I that are saved are coming with Him tonight. And just so I make this clear tonight, there's a saying going around Facebook tonight. Now don't be confused by this stuff. It says that the Antichrist is coming before the rapture. I'm telling you that's strong tonight. Hey, I'm telling you the church will be called out and then the Antichrist will come after the rapture of the church. I don't know about you, but I don't want to be around when the Antichrist gets here. Well, listen tonight. Anyhow, I'll throw it in there. That's a lie. He'll come after you and I are called out to be with Christ. So, as I just thought I'd throw that in there, but there we have two men in white apparel. In the Word of God. They're telling these men, if you will, to stop looking up into heaven, gazing like that with your mouth open, because Jesus Christ will come again. Now, child of God, you and I need to quit gazing. Now, you think about it. Just say, we're to be watching for it. But as these men were standing there gazing, probably wasn't doing a whole lot. Now, you think about it just for a second. Christ had told them what to do, verse number 8. And I know that I may take this a little out of context. But I think a lot of folks are gazing on how to be working for the Lord. We're standing around like a calf staring at a new gate. That's what these boys were doing. And right here in our text, we're about to see something magnificent take place in the Word of God. A new chapter is about to unfold in your Bible tonight. And we know that the physical body of Jesus Christ is in heaven tonight on the right hand of God. But tonight there's a mystical body that's about to take place in the Word of God. Remember I said the book of Acts is a transition book. 
We're going from the Jew to the church. So a body is about to come onto the scene here. And I want to close out like this. That body tonight that's about to take place is called the church. The church. And we're about to see it. We're coming close. And I want to close out like this. I want to say this. I'm glad that Christ is living in heaven tonight. There's grace to help in a time of need. We have a great high priest. We have an advocate with the Father. He's on the throne. He's in control. And one of these days, He's going to come back to earth. He's going to come back to get His bride tonight. Who's the church? And I want to say this tonight. Don't look at me funny when I say it. Baptists ain't the only ones going to heaven. You're saved and you're washed by the blood of Jesus Christ. You're a part of the bride. Amen. You're a part of God's church. He's going to come back to get His bride, which you're a part of tonight if you're saved. That bride's the church. And you know what? We're about to see the church as it comes into view. Christ has ascended to the Father. Pentecost is about to happen. And there we have the very first church ever took place in the Word of God. What a blessing tonight it is to be part of the church. Amen. Christ is coming back. He's going to get His bride. You and I that are saved tonight need to look up for our redemption draweth nigh. What if it was tonight when Jesus Christ came back? What if it were right now? I hope you'd fly through the sky with us, but I also want to say this. What if this tonight were the last time that we had on earth? Thank God. What if it was the last time? You think about all He's done for you for just for a second. He's went to heaven tonight so that we could call upon Him anytime, any place, for any need. Sitting on the right hand of God tonight and His ears like this, He's willing to hear every time we call upon His name. And you know what? What if this was the last time that we had to just gather around the old-fashioned altar and say, God, I just want to thank You. I just want to thank You for what You've done for me. What if He come back while we was thanking Him? Well, glory, wouldn't that be something? It's how we ought to live. It's how we ought to live. But if God's done something for you this week, why don't you come and thank Him tonight? Lord willing, here soon we'll look at how the church came to be known here in the book of Acts. A new chapter is about to begin in the Word of God tonight. And we're about to see it all take place in a good old King James Bible. I like it, don't you? It's good to be saved. If you're glad you're part of God's church tonight, say amen. amen. Let's all stand tonight with our heads bowed and our eyes closed tonight.